Willpower, Willpower, Chapter One. Of all the varied manifestations of power proceeding from that power, which the best human thought perceives to be the source and origin of all the power in the universe, that manifestation which we know as willpower seems to be the most fundamental, the most elemental, the most universal. It is seen by philosophers to constitute the very kernel or heart of all phases and forms of personal power. Many indeed have held that in willpower abides the ultimate principle of the universe, and that all forms of power, force, and energy at the last must be thought of in terms of willpower. Whatever may be the ultimate facts of the universe, there can be no dispute concerning the dominating position occupied by willpower in the life and being of the individual man. When you undertake the task of self-analysis, you will find your will at the very center of your being, so close to the IMI or ego, that it is most difficult to disentangle it from your real self. Your sensations, your passions, your emotions, your tastes, and your talents are found to be under the control of your trained will. You may set them aside from yourself and then analyze them, correct them, improve them, but the will lies closer to yourself. You cannot set it apart from yourself as you can the other mental states. It is neither sensation nor emotion, though it may dominate both. It is always subjective and active, abiding and operating from the very citadel of your being. Emotion and thought may lie deep in your being, but will lies still deeper. Emotion and thought are objective to the will and may be influenced and directed by it. You are conscious of your sensations and of your emotions as merely incidental to your existence. But you are directly conscious of your will, just as you are conscious of your self-existence. You can modify your other mental states, but you cannot modify your will in the same way. The will is your sole instrument of modification, and it cannot be turned back on itself. The office of the will is that of action, and in its activities, it directs and orders, commands, and regulates the other mental states. In fact, the will acts chiefly through and by means of its control and direction of your other mental states. Willpower may be developed and trained. Of course, otherwise, this book would have no purpose and intent. But it is not to be developed and trained as are the other mental states or powers, for these are modified by the action of the will upon them. Unlike theirs, its development consists rather of the unfolding into fuller expression of a fundamental power which already exists, the transformation of latent and static will into active and dynamic will. This form of development is defined as the act of freeing from that which envelopes. Its training, likewise, is different. Instead of its being trained by a higher mental faculty or power, the will itself proceeds to improve, deepen, widen, and strengthen the channels through which its currents flow. We therefore employ the term the development and training of the will only in this sense. Will culture really is the process of providing the will with the appropriate mental instruments for its fuller expression and manifestation and of encouraging it to employ them. The will always is there abiding in full power, 
It is your part to supply it with the proper incentives to action and to furnish it with the channels of habit and use through which it may freely flow. Strange to say, you must employ the powers of will itself in order to provide these requisites for its own fuller expression. As the last, the will itself must will to provide itself with the instruments of willing. The will must will to will and to will into being the instruments of its future willing. But the will always is content to do these things when properly aroused. We need not labor to convince you that it is desirable for you to possess developed and trained willpower. You know from your own experience and observation that to have a strong will is to be a strong individual, one who is regarded with respect. You know also that to have a weak will is to be a weak individual, one to be pitied, if not indeed to be scorned. You may, however, have fallen into the error of supposing that the possessors of the strong will are individuals especially favored and blessed by nature or by the powers above nature. You may be among those who regard strength of will as akin to height, complexion, or similar personal characteristics which have been bestowed upon certain individuals without any effort on their part and to which no other individuals may hope to attain if they have not been born with them. If you have fallen into this error, now is the time for you to rid yourself of it. Thoughtful psychologists take an entirely different view of the case. While recognizing the fact that to some individuals, the manifestation of willpower is easier at the beginning, that it comes more natural to some than to others, those who have made a careful study of the subject know that it is equally true that each and every individual has within himself a bountiful supply of latent willpower, which he may develop and train to a marvelous degree if he will employ the proper scientific methods. In fact, experience has proved that many of the individuals who have thus acquired a high degree of willpower are able to manifest it more consistently and more habitually than many of those who were born to it, but who have not learned how to apply it effectively. It is true that in order to develop and train your willpower, you will need to arouse and apply a certain degree of will itself. You will also find that your willpower once set into operation in this direction will rise to the occasion and that your supply of such power will prove to be equal to your demands upon it. One may start with even a far less degree of willpower than that possessed by the average man and then proceed step-by-step step in an ever-increasing ratio of attainment and development until the heights are reached. Accompanying the very application of willpower to the task of developing itself by special training, there is a correlated arousing of its latent energies. The employment of willpower in this effort tends to strengthen and energize its power of manifestation in other directions. We ask you to take careful notice of this peculiar situation. Willpower may be developed and trained only by willpower. Willpower is required to develop and to train willpower. Willpower is self-developed and self-trained. Willpower applies its energies to itself, and by means of this, it tends to perfect and improve itself. The other mental faculties and powers find it necessary to call on willpower to perfect them. But willpower requires no outside aid and can obtain none it must ever fall back upon its own inherent powers when it wishes to develop or improve itself. If you had no willpower, you would never be able to develop any since you would have nothing else with which to develop it. 
But fortunately, you have will to start with, though it may exist merely in a latent or dormant state. Willpower is your heritage, and it will be at your service if you demand it. When you employ willpower to develop willpower, you not only build a mental path over which the will thereafter travels, but you actually also strengthen and develop the will itself by the very task of building such paths or roads. In creating the tools for the use of the will, you also render the will itself stronger, better, and more efficient. Here we have a striking illustration of the old biblical statement that to him who hath shall be given. The more persistent and the longer continued the efforts of your will to develop and train your willpower, the stronger will your will become by reason of the energies expanded in the effort. By employing willpower in the task, you will actually gain willpower as the result. This is a very significant fact and one which you should always bear in mind. The more of will you give, the more of will you have. This is the way of the will. Here at the very beginning, you should realize that there is no royal road to the development and training of willpower. There is no magic charm which, when worn, will transform the weak-willed individual into the strong-willed one. There is no miraculous drug concealed in an attractive capsule which needs but to be swallowed by one in order to render himself a veritable Samson of willpower or a Napoleon of will. There is no magician's wand which when waved over the individual may transform him in the twinkling of an eye into the man with the will of the Titan. Those who have dreamed of such miraculous and magic process of transformation may as well realize these facts right here at the beginning. But equally true is it that the wonderful results which many have dreamed of securing by some kind of miraculous or magic power are possible of attainment by you, provided that you will apply yourself to the task in the right spirit and with a firm determination to succeed. You may obtain the highest success in this direction, but you must work for it just as you must work for anything else worthwhile in life. Just as you may develop yourself physically by exercise along the lines of scientific physical culture, so you may develop your willpower by scientific methods and exercises. This indeed is the only way. Willpower may be obtained in no other way, but on the other hand, the reward will far more than repay you for your efforts. Moreover, once you have taken the first few steps, you will find that your interests will increase and you will be encouraged by the many little indications of the actual development of willpower which will make themselves manifest even from the start. We would here call your attention to another important and interesting fact concerning the task of the development and training of willpower. While the discipline and exercise of the task entails some degree of self-sacrifice in the direction of setting aside certain minor courses of action, which may have a strong basis of habit, you will find yourself more than compensated for the loss by the pleasure which comes from the consciousness of the unfoldment of new powers within yourself. The new interest will soon supplant the old ones and the joy of possession will overbalance the price of denial. In this connection, we would impress upon you the fact that no intelligent application of willpower is a loss, such as always a gain. In every intelligent exercise or application of the will, you are making an investment in willpower 
You are making a deposit in the bank of will, and this bank pays at an attractive rate of interest. We know of no better investment for you. Your expenditures are transformed into savings stored up as a reserve fund drawing good interest. This surely should prove an attractive proposition for you. We take it that you have already developed at least the average degree of willpower. The fact that you have undertaken the study of this book is evidence that you have developed at least some degree of the will to will, that you know what a valuable thing willpower is and that you desire to possess and manifest still more of it. We are proceeding upon such assumption, even when we may seem to be giving instructions designed for those of a lesser degree of attainment. Do not make the mistake of passing over any of the simple and elementary phases of our instruction merely because you think that you have passed beyond that stage and have outgrown the need for such instruction. The rule is this, that which will make a weak will strong will make a strong will stronger. Even the most elementary method or exercise may be employed profitably by those of giant willpower particularly where the strength has not been effectively trained or efficiently directed. If you are seeking by the methods of this book to direct the efforts of some weaker willed friend or relation, we would say to you that you are on the right road. There are no exceptions to the rule that willpower is capable of development and training in the case of any individual. While there is will, there is hope. There is latent will in everyone, even in the weakest willed person. Moreover, those who are suffering from a diseased will or from a discouraged will may feel certain that the right effort will raise them from their unfortunate condition. There lives no man to whom the benefit of will culture is denied. There is no man so weak, so old, so burdened with a long series of will failures to whom it may not be said truthfully that the gate of hope is still open to you, enter into your own kingdom of awakened will. Now, right here at the beginning of our instruction, we shall ask you to recall an experience of your youth. If you have ever lived in the country, you will understand the principle involved therein. We allude to the process whereby the good old pump on the farm was set a-going by means of the process of priming it i.e. of pouring into the pump a pail full of water in order to set into operation the internal mechanism whereby the working of the pump handle brought up to the spout of a free and full supply of water. Now then, here at this point, we are going to ask you to prime your good pump of willpower in order to set it a-going. Later, you will find some good suggestions concerning that which you should pour into the pump of willpower in the process of priming it. For these end, and before long, you will feel the thrill of the mounting willpower, the will to will. Priming the pump of willpower. One, begin by realizing just how much you really want to attain strong and effective willpower. Let the feelings of your subconscious mentality rise to the surface of your consciousness. You will discover that you have some very strong feelings on the subject. Give to these feelings the full possession of your mind. Let the desire for willpower permeate your whole being. Do not rest satisfied until you want willpower as the drowning man wants air, as the starving man wants food, as the thirsty man wants water, as the wild creature wants its mate, as the mother creature wants its young. 
Before you can get anything, you must want it hard enough. Two, picture yourself in imagination as already possessed of strong willpower. See yourself in mental pictures as manifesting the actions of the man of giant will. See yourself as the man of invincible determination of the purpose once fixed and then victory or death. See yourself as the man possessed of that strong and indefatigable will which treads down difficulties and dangers as the boy treads down the frozen snow in winter. See yourself as possessed of that settled purpose which demands fulfillment and which will not be denied. See yourself as possessed of that passionate and unwearied will which performs that which seems impossible to the eyes of the cold and feeble. See yourself as the man who will not yield to the casualties of life, but who forces them to yield to him and who compels circumstances to serve his purposes and designs, though they had at first seemed determined to frustrate them. See yourself as possessed of that spirit of will, that firm, decisive spirit, which clears a space around you and leaves you room and freedom for action. Memorize and ponder over the following lines from Ella Wheeler Wilcox. There is no chance, no destiny, no fate can circumvent or hinder or control the firm resolve of a determined soul. Gifts count for nothing. Will alone is great. All things give way before it's soon or late. What obstacles can stay the mighty force of the sea-seeking river in its course? or cause the ascending orb of day to wait, each well-born soul must win what it deserves. Let the fools prate of luck. The fortunate is he whose earnest purpose never swerves, whose slightest action or inaction serves the one great aim. Why even death itself stands still and waits an hour sometimes for such a will. Number three, next, Carefully consider the question of whether or not you are ready and willing to pay the price of effort, exercise, and training necessary for the attainment of strong willpower. Proceed honestly in this matter. Do not try to deceive yourself. Weigh carefully the advantages which will accrue to you as the result of your attainment of the qualities and powers seen in the mental picture which you have just considered. Against these, balance the degree of work, time, attention, and the general mental discipline, which you must perform as the price of your attainment. Balance the goods against the price and decide whether or not you will get full value for your money. You must settle this question once and for all right here at the beginning. You must not carry it over into the later stages of this instruction there to plague and torment you. If you find that you are not willing to pay the price, all well and good. In such case, close this book and dismiss the subject from your mind. Leave it for some more courageous and determined soul. But if, as we anticipate, you decide that the game is worth the candle and the goods are cheap at that price, then close the contract with yourself and proceed as follows. Having fully made up your mind, you should proceed to enter into the task of will development with full determination and resolute purpose. You must manifest not a mere passive or lukewarm resolve, but a real red-blooded viral resolution, which your manhood compels you to fulfill. You must will to will in this matter. You must throw the whole force of your being into the task of this purposeful determination. 
You must be prepared to act now in the manner in which you pictured yourself acting a few moments ago. You must burn your bridges behind you and you must enter upon the road from which there is no retreat. Take as your battle cry, I can, I will, I dare, I do. Carry its inspiration with you in your hours of struggle, effort, and battle against the forces of lethargy, apathy, inertia, and the tendency to sidetrack the decision. Sound this noise insistently and persistently. In your hours of discouragement in which the tempter whispers in your ear, what's the use? Set the vibrations of the battle cry into motion. And finally, in your hours of triumph, in which you enjoy your achievement with that keen pleasure that comes only to him who has overcome obstacles by sheer persistence, determination, and will. Let this be your vibrant note of victory. Sound this note over and over again until its vibrations energize every atom and cell of your being. Let its rhythm awaken the thrill of willpower within you until the I can, I will, I dare, I do sounds from the very center of your being. Sound it over and over again until you are fully conscious that its vibrations have begun and that the whole mighty structure of your being is quivering and thrilling, throbbing and beating with the rhythmic vibration of the energy of your persistent determination, the spirit of your awakened will to will. This then is the water of suggestive ideas and mental imagery of definite course and determined purpose which you are pouring into your pump of will so as to prime it and to set it a-going, and set it a-going it surely will. <laughs>